0: Welcome to The Confidence Club, where you'll get your weekly dose of all things, mindset, personal growth, and self-development. I'm your host, Manelle Briggs, entrepreneur, podcaster, and digital creator, and I'm so excited that you're here. I love helping people discover their true potential to help them show up confidently in their life and reminding them that they are capable of making all of their biggest dreams come true. If this is your first time here, welcome to The Club. Make sure to hit that follow button on Apple, Spotify, or wherever else you're listening so that you can stay up to date with all the episodes. If you get value from today's episode, let me know by leaving a great review or sharing on your socials and tagging us at the Confidence Club website. Ready to feel inspired? And you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the Confidence Club. I'm your host, Manelle Briggs, and today I'm joined by my friend, Anna, the creator of Soaring Together, a place of inspiration, encouragement, and advice for teen business owners. With her brand, she shares self-care ideas for teen business owners and makes business fun so you don't burn out. She recently held an event called Soaring Together, which I was honored to be a part of. I love seeing all that Anna is doing for young women, and I'm excited to interview her today. So without further ado, let's give her a warm welcome. Tell us a little bit about you, your
1: story, and the inspiration behind your creative pursuits. Well, thank you so much for having me on, Ranelle. This is really fun. So... As you said, I'm Anna. I hosted Soaring Together 2022, which was kind of my big um, part of Soaring Together, the community I started for teen business owners. But apart from that, I also have my own business, Anna Made Design Co., and that is the handmade greeting card shop I've had for about three years. So through that, I've been able to meet a lot of teen entrepreneurs, and it was really the inspiration to start Soaring, the community for teen business owners. And it's really just an Instagram account. I share my advice tips. And then sometimes I do those bigger events, like the event I did last March and then other shorter challenges.
0: I love that so much. And if you don't mind me asking, how old are you?
1: I am 15.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's crazy. But I am like just so inspired by everything that you do. And that's one of the reasons why I want to have you on today. Cause I think that you know, your generation, our generation is going to be paving the way for like women in the future. And, you know, to start young like that, like, that's amazing. And I can't wait to see where you're going to be in like five, 10 years from now. So that's so awesome. <laughs>
1: that, wow. That means a lot to me. That's really cool.
0: So one of the things I wanted to start by talking to you about um, was self-development, because I think that that's something that we both have in common that we talk about on our platforms. I know uh, you talk a lot about self-care, and I think that that's something that's um, becoming bigger and bigger every day. But I think that there's like different views on what self-care looks like. So I'm, um, I'm interested to hear like what you have to say. What does self-development and self-care look like for you?
1: Um, I think it really just means listening to your body and knowing when you need to stop and when you need to take a break. So that's something I really um, talk about a lot is taking breaks. So maybe that means setting boundaries, like I'm not going to work after dinner time, or I'm not going to work on Sundays, or I'm only going to work for this amount of time. And if I don't finish it, that's okay. I can work tomorrow. So it's really about being able to take a break and not just go 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 until I finally finish whatever this thing is that I need to do.
0: I like that. I feel like there's definitely like a thin line between taking a break and like being lazy. Like I know I'm somebody who is go go go, and I don't like I don't like resting. Like I find that I always have to be doing something, and so I can definitely understand that coming from other business owners when they don't understand that sometimes you have to like slow down to speed up, um, and it's important to like take that time. Um, do you do anything like in particular for self development? Like do you um, read journal
1: any of that stuff. So I would love to get more into reading. My problem is, is I'll like get books from the library, right? And then they expire. <laughs> I just them. So that's something I definitely want to get into. But journaling is something I do almost every night. And um, just talking about what my day was like, there isn't really a huge like structure to it. But I just write about what anything that's bothering me. At the end of every week, I try to write down just for my businesses, like, Where am I at? What am I working on? And then one thing I found, I think on Instagram reels was someone had this like big jar and they would put whenever something really cool happened to them in that jar so that at the end of the year, they could remember like everything that happened. So that is another thing that I've tried to do this year.
0: Ooh, that is a good idea. I really like that. And it also like helps you focus on like the positive things that are happening, you know, um, journaling is so therapeutic. So I love that you said that you do it every night and you just like journal when something's on your mind, or you need to work through something. I find that it helps me work through problems. But also, I think it's cool that you journal like uh, just about your day, because that will be really fun to reread like in a couple years to be like, where was I at in terms of like my self-development in terms of my business and how have I grown from there? So even like, you know, looking back three, like you said, you've been running your business for three years, like looking back to, to when you started versus where you are now, like that must be pretty incredible.
1: Yeah, I look back on my older journals and a lot of it, like the jar is more positive, And then the journals end up being like not as negative, but just kind of working through things. So I started reading through it and then I stopped. I was like, I don't need to relive all of this. <laughs> there definitely is some like really detailed things that I haven't told anyone that are in those journals.
0: Ah, okay. That's fair. Yeah, I totally get that. Whenever I'm working through something in my journal, I try not to be too negative because I know that I'm going to reread it like later on. But, you know, you can always just like skip those pages if it's going to bring back traumatic experiences. Or maybe like, you know, five years into the future, you read it, and you're like, wow, I can't believe that bothered me. Like, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> like, I made it through that.
1: Yeah, I've definitely noticed some of that too. Just like, oh, that, that really was a big deal back then, but not anymore.
0: Yeah, it kind of makes me think of that quote that's like, if it's not going to matter in five years, don't think about it for more than five minutes. Like, essentially just putting things into perspective. Like, is this really something I need to stress about? I actually did an episode about social media today um, because like I put way too much stress on, you know, showing up on social media, posting the numbers, the metrics and stuff. And it's like at the end of the day, it's really not that big of a deal. Like, let's not, you know, take up half the day thinking about what posts you're going to put up and stuff like
1: that. And the thing about social media is that it can be, even if you're super consistent with posting, it can be so inconsistent with like the amount of people that are following you or the amount of shares that you get or any of this. So it's like so hard not to compare even yourself to what it was last month or last week. But that's something I've definitely struggled with a little bit, especially when I first started my Soaring Together community account.
0: Mm, okay, I want to talk about that for a bit because I have actually had that feeling where I look at, you know, um, what's it called, insights of like this month compared to last month, or even like this year compared to last year compared to the year before. And I'm like, why are my posts doing like they're not doing as well? And I've started to like, I'm really trying to like detach that from like it mattering because like you're not in charge of the algorithm. Like you don't really get to choose if it gets pushed out. Like, I feel like you can use the good hashtags, but like at the end of the day, sometimes I just feel like it's chance. Like, and so if you can't control it, like it's not really worth worrying about.
1: Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. And I feel like I joined Instagram, like right as it was changing to another algorithm or whatever, (laughs) people were complaining and they were like, oh, it's terrible. And I was like, I don't know what it could be, but (laughs) Even like comparing my growth to maybe six months ago, I think when they switched the swipe up link to like the regular link, that changed for a lot of people with that swipe up link or um, just in general, like people going to your bio that seemed to happen less. Like if I told people to go click the link in my bio, I would get less of a conversion. So it's just kind of like the user activity or whatever on Instagram that I feel like has shifted from maybe like a year or two ago.
0: Yeah. And I feel like the thing is, it's always going to be changing. Like even to think back to when Instagram was literally just a photo sharing app, like there was no stories, no reels, you know, people didn't really post video. Like it was literally just pictures. And now it's like a completely different platform and it'll probably look like a completely different platform in another five years. So I guess learning to adapt um, with the changes is a good thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you're trying to just build a brand on social media. I've also learned to like, don't focus so much on the numbers. Cause like it can represent, it represents whatever you want it to represent. Like 10,000 people could be like, you're impacting 10,000 lives, or it could just be, Oh, I went and made 10,000 people follow me. Like it, it's different depending on the energy around it. So just focus on building the relationships with people I think is key.
1: Yeah. That's something I really try to focus on that. Like I could have 10,000, 20,000 people and still have the same engagement. Did I really gain anything? Like there's no, not that I'm impacting any more people. So I try not to focus on those numbers and more focus on people, conversations that we're having or posts that really um, impacted people in comments or they learned something new. I feel like those are more numbers that you cannot control, but have some sort of um, impact on the content that you're creating instead of like how many views are real, real gets because, you know, that's a lot of the algorithm. Yeah.
0: And I've noticed too, like the energy behind the content is pretty pertaining to like, are you posting this real or post because you want it to get likes and comments or are you posting it because you have something to say and you want to share it like because if it's the second one then it doesn't really matter how many people see it because if, if 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 one person saw it and it helped them like then you did your job. so I think that's something about I've had to learn too because I definitely had a different mindset before like oh I just want 10,000 people to see this but why like just so there's the little number that says 10k like or because you want the opportunity to impact 10,000 people like there's yeah, the right answer. <laughs>
1: Because if you're I feel like because I used to really go off trends and I still do do um, the trends now, but not as much. But when you're just going like trends, I need to have the hook and all of this. And you don't care about really the content. It's mm-hmm. so different. And people can tell like, oh, she just wants to get views. But when you're really you're like, OK, here's this is my content. And a real would be the best way to share it. Then people actually do get impacted comment and then maybe it will get more views just because of that. I love that. That is such a good point. Like the
0: trends. Oh man. That I I've definitely been in that position too, where I see, you know, everyone talking about the trends and I think it's cool when you can relate it to, um, your like niche or what you talk about but if you can't like I've started to learn like sometimes there's trends and so I'm just like I can't think of anything to do so I'm not just gonna do it for no reason like I'm just gonna find a different video that um you know resonates with my topic so that it resonates with my audience because at the end of the day that's why I'm creating the content not to go viral like it's if, if I'm going viral I want it to you know eventually lead me to people who I'm going to be able to help <laughs> not just go viral just to say I went
1: viral yeah that's- <laughs>
0: So I want to ask you to um, just back to your business. I wanted to ask you this, what
1: made you start your business and how did you come up with the idea? Sure. So three years ago, I went to a small school and I just, I wasn't really into the sports that they had there. So I wanted to be able to find like a craft fair where I could sell um, my cards that my grandma had taught me how to make. We did like a whole birthday party thing and I got these new supplies and I was really into it. So I was looking for craft fairs and I lived in California at the time and I couldn't find anything like within two hours from where we lived. And this was before the whole COVID thing. So even then, like no craft fairs around. So my mom introduced me to Etsy. I opened the shop that night, had my friend design my logo and just really started there. Um, And then I really, I really didn't think it would go anywhere I had no expectations either, which is interesting because I feel like once you have your business or podcast or whatever for a while, you start to expect things. But when I started, I had no idea what would happen. And then I put up a Christmas card that did really well, um, got people that I didn't even know buying that. And that's really where it all started. Oh, my gosh. That is so cool.
0: I love that. And I like that you've talked about not having expectations and I feel like whether you're a couple months in or like a couple years in sometimes it's still good not to have expectations because again like there's things that you can't control that are going to happen so it won't impact you in a negative way if you don't expect anything Yeah,
1: I feel like that's the same thing around like setting goals. You can set goals that are numbers oriented or more like I want to learn how to do this or I want to have a better mindset around making this a learning experience and having fun instead of focusing on those numbers that we talked about earlier. So that's something I've really been trying to work on as well. Just focusing on like my overall mindset around it instead of the like what's actually happening or my numbers or my sales or whatever like that. I like that. So what does your goal setting process look like? Um, For soaring, I really just look at what do people want? what did the team business owners want? So I got on the phone, which was kind of scary. I was like, Hey, can I call some of you guys? And I got a couple people to say yes. So I just called them. I talked to them about what kinds of things they were looking for in the event and then set goals around that. So I did have a goal of how many attendees I wanted to have, but it wasn't something that I was so attached to that. Like if I don't hit this 500 number goal, then it w- the event was a fail. Like, no, I loved meeting everyone, having meeting the speakers, meeting the attendees. So even before the event started, I knew, okay, this is going to be a success because of the people involved with it. And then for my greeting card shop, I really just love trying new things. So I figure out like, what's something I want to focus on? Like maybe it's wholesale, maybe it's Pinterest marketing, just something that sounds fun to me and that I want to learn about. And then I focus on that for the next month or quarter or whatever. Ooh, I like that.
0: And I'm proud of you for the phone calls. Like, Stepping out of your comfort zone to you know get closer to what you want to achieve. That's awesome. Good for you. That is something that's scary to do. <laughs> I, I I don't like calling people either, but <laughs> it's just weird. I feel like we're just it's easier to text or talk over a platform or even FaceTime.
1: I don't know. Calling yeah. is scary. <laughs> no, it definitely was a little awkward at first, but it was okay. We got into it. So <laughs> That's good. Well, that's like
0: a good idea, too, to get feedback from, you know, your audience to help you create content that's going to help them. I like that. Um, So speaking of which, I wanted to actually talk to you about comfort zones, too. And I I think I know what you're going to say to this question, but do you think it's important to step out of your comfort zone in order to grow? For
1: sure. Yes.
0: (laughs) Okay. yes. And do you have any um, examples of times that you've stepped out of your comfort zone since starting your
1: business? Um, I think that going showing my face on social media I didn't do that Um, and I still don't do it on my anime account a lot but that was something that of course everyone says it like you need to show your face and I still Mm -hmm. believe like if you don't want to you don't have to but that's something that helped me connect with a lot of people I think first when I went on podcasts that was something that was super scary Um, And now I've gotten more comfortable answering questions. And then something recently that I've been working on is I'm actually doing a TED talk about creative writing and all of that. So I'm really not great at public speaking. So that was something where I had to work through like me not wanting to practice because it made me feel bad. And then now I feel like I'm definitely getting closer to where I want to go with that. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations. That's so exciting. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's such a learning experience um, because you're in this room with people who are really smart and you're like, okay, I'm smart too. I also have important things to share, but maybe these people have had public speaking classes or experience that I haven't had yet. And it was one of the first times that I was in that kind of um, experience where everyone else had more um, resources or whatever than I did. So I had to work a little bit extra hard to get to that level.
0: I like that you said yet in that sentence, like, They have more experience than you yet, but because that just shows a growth mindset and, you know, your headspace, like being in that room is I'm surrounded by all these amazing people, but I can get to be that amazing too. And I think that, you know, when, when you're in those situations, like comparing is never a good idea because you don't know what those people went through to get to where they are. Like, and for all, you know, they could also be feeling the same thing, the same way that you do. Right.
1: Yeah, that's something that my mom helped me kind of think about because I was telling her like, I haven't practiced at all and I'm feeling terrible about this. And she was like, well, think about where you are. These people have had the public speaking experience. So you can't compare your beginning to their middle or their end, that quote that it was like. So that was, something I keep trying to remember.
0: I love that quote. I think it's don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 20. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that a lot, too. And it's so true, because like, even if it looks like on the surface that they have everything together, everything's perfect. I mean, we say this about social media all the time, like you don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but like maybe they, you know, took a public speaking class or like they did speaking engagements for the last 10 years. So now they're at a point where they feel confident, like you just have no idea. Usually, people aren't just jumping in and they're perfect. Like this, something brought them to to get better at it.
1: Yeah, another thing that really helped me was remembering like someone chose to put you in here, and that's kind of goes back to imposter syndrome. Like they didn't just choose you off the streets to do this TED talk. You had to apply, and they had this application process. So that was something. Again, instead of like being apathetic, like I'm never gonna be like them. Why even practice? Like, no, they chose me for a reason and I'm gonna work as hard as I can to get to a place where I am proud of what my talk.
0: Oh, I love that. That is so good. I might have to make that into like a quote or a post because I like that a lot. Um on that note, like I, I'm curious, what advice would you give to a teen girl who wants to start her own business or her own brand or just who wants to like create something? Maybe they don't know what it is yet but they just they want
1: to do something they feel like they're made for more what what advice would you give them i would say to look at the passions that you already have and i've seen like my friends start businesses and they say okay i want to have an etsy shop what can i sell and i would really encourage someone to go the opposite direction so instead of saying i have i want to start this what can i do say like i love crocheting or i love card making or i love making jewelry." Or I love outfit, making outfit ideas and then go, how can I make this into a business or a creator platform? Mm.
0: You're so smart. Like, I'm just like sitting here like, oh my gosh, you already know so much more than like a lot of people at my age do. And you're 15. Like, that's, that's
1: insane. It's all the podcasts. I love listening to the podcast. And then entrepreneurship, you learn so much just by like trying things you're like, oh, that didn't work. So I feel like that's a lot of just like experience that a lot of teens might not have the opportunity to do.
0: That's actually really true. I find that learning through experience is the best way to do it because like you quote unquote, f- well, you fail forward kind of thing. Like you learn what works and then what doesn't work. And then I agree with the podcast and like, if you're a big fan of podcasts, like if you do like reading, like you would love, like the content in some of the books that are out there, because it's like similar to the writing, <laughs> but um, and it'll probably help even more. I mean, you're already so far ahead, so that's awesome. Um, yeah. I have a question now. This is something I ask everybody on the podcast. Um, what does confidence mean to you? I
1: knew you were going to ask this question. <laughs> I gave it a little bit of thought, and I really think. Um, Just in my experience, it's being able to walk into a room and know that everything's going to be okay. Like maybe it's lunch at school and you're like, who am I going to sit with? Or what am I going to do in this new training that I'm a part of? And just knowing like it, it, it's going to be okay. I'll find people that I can be friends with. And it's not something that I need to stress about overly over the top.
0: I like that too. I really wish I had you as a friend in high school, because I think you would have helped me a lot. (laughs) Um, So I'm sure that people are listening to this wondering where they can consume more of your content, maybe buy your products. Where can we connect with you? And do you have any offers right now?
1: Yeah. So for teen business owners, you can find me at soaring.together on Instagram. And I also have a teen business toolkit. It's $19. It is a bundle of all of the recordings of Soaring Together 2022. Your presentation, your interview is in there. And we also have some super fun bonuses from the speakers. So definitely go check that out. And then on my other business, Animated Design Co. on Instagram and Animated Design Co. on Etsy. I love it. And
0: so I have one more question for you. This is also something I ask everybody in the podcast because I love these and I love to hear what everyone else's favorites are. Um, what's your favorite inspirational or motivational quote?
1: I wrote this one down. And it is, my aspirations are greater than my biggest fears. That's good. I like that one.
0: <laughs> what yeah. a way to end the episode. Well, thank you so much, Anna, for coming on. It was amazing. Like I said, like you were such an inspiration to me and to a lot of others, but I am just so in awe of everything that you have accomplished and that you're going to accomplish at such a young age. So I'm proud of you. I hope you're proud of you too. Um, And thank you again for
1: sitting down for this interview. Yes. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. Thank you so much for tuning into this
0: episode of the confidence club podcast. And I hope you're feeling inspired to take action towards your dreams. I would love to hear from you. So make sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode and leave a rate review. So I can continue to bring you content that serves you. If you got value from this episode, share it on your socials and with your friends by tagging at the confidence club. Want even more inspo, follow the podcast at the confidence club on Instagram. Talk with you soon. Bye.